Tell me, have you ever been jealous of someone's relationship with God? Has their righteousness made you uncomfortable? Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and plop down on your knees for we have a story to tell you that, yes, about three-fourths of a year later, we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses, and we are super happy to be here, and we thank you all for joining us wherever in the world you might be. That's right. You get to thinking... We're going to have it figured out one of these days. I mean, I know it seems like a long time to anybody that's listening. Man, they've been talking about figuring it out for <laughs> three-fourths of a year. Mm. Are they ever going to get it down when in reality We're trying. it's more like 47 minus about, let's say, five. I probably didn't really start trying to figure things out till I was five. So 42 years? Yep. Yep. Still trying to figure it out. And I started right when I was born, so I've been doing it for 42 years, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the baby crib thinking about it. Lord, teach me. I'm ahead of you. Well, clearly he's not hearing your prayers because you ain't learning. I'm still learning about humility. Man. <laughs> I mean, I can teach you. Can you teach me? I could. You can teach me something? Charge. I'm going to have to charge. Tell me something. Something I can use in life. Tell you something. Tell you something. That's right. Tell you all something. That's right. How's your week? I know you had to, you had to, you taught Sunday school all by your lonesome. Yeah. On Sunday, because your wife is. Moved on up to the major leagues. Moved on up to the bigs. She's with the junior high and I'm still back with the elementaries. And I love it. I, I loved it more than I thought I would. She and I have always been working together on those. And this this time, it was just me as a substitute because they, they hit me up. They're like, Gabe, can you sub for us this week? And I'm like, yep, I can do that. They're like, yay. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay, rock on. Let's do this. So went in there to fifth grade boys. And I'm used to working with the fourth grade boys at 11 o'clock service. And it's just less of them in the 11 o'clock because a lot of the boys are at their sporting events that they do. So they come to church at 9.30 instead of 11. And uh, that way they can leave and go do their soccer, basketball, or I don't know, whatever it is they do. So there was a lot more of them, and they were bigger. They were bigger boys. And I was like, oh, this is a little intimidating. You're shaking in your boots. Instead of like seven, there was like... 17 and uh you know i got in there and you know like things go you start out a little shaky on new ground you're a little embarrassed you're like (laughs) outside your comfort zone yeah i'm like y'all y'all don't know to show respect to me yet because i haven't proven and shown you that i do do demand it i require it so i had to reprimand a few boys move a few of them around the room away from their buddy so they would listen and not distract. They may not be used to that because nowadays too many people aren't exactly bringing down the thunder, even in Sunday school or whatever. It's mm-hmm. kind of, yep. love me, love me, love me. Yeah, and I do love them. But I'm like, you're you're a kid and I'm an adult and I mm-hmm. expect and require you to pay attention. And that is loving them. And not distract everybody else. So we, we me and a guy named Mike... I forget, Cola, I think his last name was. He he and I got working together. He said, I'll go in there with you. And um, you have to be two people per classroom mm-hmm. for safety and accountability and um, I- any kind of uh, a uh, witness if something goes wrong. Toot, toot. There's your phone. Toot, toot goes the whistle. And so, anyway, we talked about leadership, and it was awesome. Those boys, they started, you know, the first half – was a lot of um, getting their attention and trying to keep them on track. But then that second half, they were just these guys, it was dead silence, and they were just looking and listening. And I was like, oh, we might be getting inside their hearts. 
It might be getting something in there that they're going to carry with them. And maybe, maybe they'll listen and start to lead in a better way in their lives. You start to so. choke up, tear up a little bit. No, emotional. no, I didn't do any of that. But they deserved it though, because they, they, some of them, one of one of these kids, dude, he was just didn't staring you, at. That's me. what I was gonna say. I there, was there was one, one kid that you that, called out, or well, that was a whole other situation. He was saying he thought Satan was a god. Yeah, that Satan was a god, and he was pretty adamant that Jesus is just a god and Satan is a god and we corrected that mm-hmm. definitely straighten that out total falsehood and so, that's some mormon theology right oh is it but satan's brothers, a god oh, okay. satan and jesus are brothers oh. and essentially we can all become gods like jesus no you can't yeah, not. yeah that's not the way that works god's god yeah we're his creation yeah. we're his children it sounds like that's probably something that it, it kind of came from maybe from there yeah so you straighten them out, you and your partner. Me and my partner, yeah. Yeah. Which, just, that's why we go. It's educated. You know, that's, that's why, why we go. That's why yeah. kids go. You never know. That could have been a life-altering yep. moment for him. Yep. Like, hey, you know, you think about the, the odds, like you so delicately talked about before, the odds of us being born is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the odds of, you know, you never know the odds of him Having you be his teacher in that moment, yes, yeah, and willing to speak truth and be and direct because because later on you end up kind of calling him out, right? Was that in front of people or was oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I just told him, big guy, you are a fence big rider. Guy. You're a fence rider. You haven't made the decision. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me soften this with big guy. Big guy, buddy, hey, bud. Hey, big guy. You kind of stink at this whole walking with God thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You You little little fence rider, you. You're just precious. Thank you, little fence rider. Yeah. I was. I was kind of blown away. You you know you have this image in your head that you go to church and everybody knows God well, loves God well, serves God well. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And and that is this ignorant, ignorant, naive thought. And um, I get sobering realization every Sunday that we teach class that these guys don't know everything. They don't. And in fact, some of them, they're not even saved. And it's it's well, and they they can have you know been invited by some of the other kids that are in there. Not even. I mean, he could actually be Mormon. He could. And have been invited to come to church just in that. And so, in his mind. Yeah, that's where you end up with a wrong image of Jesus and yeah. who he is. So, so again, and he did. He's he threw out there that he didn't want to let kids at school know he goes to church because then they're gonna think that he's a Christian and that he has to be that way. No, he said that. Yeah, man. Yeah, and that's why I told him. I said, you know, you're a fence rider, and what you what you're doing there, you're gonna have to make a decision which yeah. which sides you're gonna be on. You're gonna be on God's side. You're gonna be on yeah. Satan's side, and it was, you know, he was choose you this day whom you, whom will, you serve. will serve. Amen to that. That's not my choose. scripture, but I may use that on a week that I get lazy and <laughs> and like I just need a a verse that's not too hard yes. to remember. I just need to go find out exactly where it's at, and then boom. In all honesty, I have not cheated like that. Not me. I've only not picked yet. verses that I don't know. So me too. Because so what's the point? Oh, the John fruit of the spirit. One, Galatians. I mean, I kind of knew that maybe a little bit, but I. Well, but I also thought we've heard them. Yeah, but let's get them on the heart. Yes, exactly. And yeah. that's different. I, I. Let's get let's get them in there. Yes, so mine today is a good one. Quote it again. But Satan yeah, so we need to. So he. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> did he say anything back? Whenever you. Oh yeah, he said a lot back. He did. His eyes said a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in those eyes, I could see, huh? I'm like, that's right. Choose. You have to make a choice. Yeah. What, are, what are you doing? What do you believe? And they're only fifth grade boys, so that's what is it? Eleven and twelve year old boys. Yeah, but man, I mean, fifth grade, you're coming up. You are. You're heading there quickly. Yeah. Towards that age of accountability yeah. that I, I'm yep. a big believer in, and and uh, man, I, I think twelve. I mean, 12, 13, you think about the, 
in the in the Jewish days, I mean, they were young, young when they were considered to be grown men. Really, about thirteen. Yeah. You know, when they were coming into manhood. Yeah. So I would say it's probably different for some people than other people, Slightly. and that's between them and God. But yeah. when you start to have an understanding, I mean, he's making conscious decisions just by his statement of what he said. Mm-hmm. I I don't tell people I'm a Christian because this is that next. Or that he's I go to church, he said. Or that I go to church because I'm going to be held to a higher level. Let alone that I'm a Christian. So he's making those conscious yep. decisions to deny Christ, essentially. It makes one wonder. When, you know, at what point God does say, mm-hmm. you knew, mm-hmm. you knew and you chose Satan. Because it sounds like that's some reasoning that's going on there. Who knows? Who knows? I'll always be so, so yeah. I don't, I'm like, I'm not going to say that for anybody. God knows you're. Well, I, I'm you not going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I make the decision because I don't make the decision. I don't know. For somebody else, you mean? But also, right. But right. 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 But, I, but I'll say this. I'll say it, uh, it doesn't look good. You know, it doesn't bode well. You're quite the yeah. fence rider. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Fence rider. Little fella. It, it, and at some point you go, sir, ma'am, you're 25 years yeah. old. You have chosen. Oh, I, I would say, yeah, you get to the point of 18. There's really no question. Yeah. Goodness. There's really no question. Yeah. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Now, your your mind's still developing, whatever. And ultimately, it's between them and God. But look, get you, get you, you're able to make decisions. And I think my mother-in-law was 18 when she was introduced to Christ. Yeah. I think that's the age she was. And she always tells Carrie, you, you don't know what it's like to have gone without him for years mm. and then to be given him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so neat because I don't know either. I was mm-hmm. seven, and even before that, we were mm-hmm. raised in the presence and midst yeah. of God and the teaching of God. So uh, I'm so glad about that. I mean, Ooh, yeah. our childhood wasn't perfect, but being raised, yeah, you know, I wonder if that's not a big reason why we don't have the bond that we have as well as yeah. siblings. That common ground. Yeah, I under, mean that common ground. God. Growing up, and Dad raised us all to watch after each other and to be close. But you know what it is? Mm. One family under God, indivisible. That's right. Mm. With liberty and justice for all. That's right. Preach it. Yep, that is right. That's what I like about it. Well, Gabe, First John, two, three through five. I don't know why I was thinking you were going to say four, seven, and eight. First John four seven and eight. Isn't that a song? A kid's song when oh. we were kids. Now you got me wanting to go look it up. One seven and eight. First John four seven. No, it is. Four, you remember seven, that? Eight. That is so weird. Anyway, now I got now I don't want to figure out that song. But anyway, we'll circle back. And by this we know that we have come to know Him, that we keep His commandments. Whoever says I know Him but does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. Hmm. But whoever keeps his word in him truly, the love of God is perfected. I like that. It's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Whoever does not keep his, whoever does not keep his commandments. If you, if we don't keep his commandments, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. It's as simple as that. And if we say we know him but don't keep his commandments, we're liars and the truth is not in us. Is that not a state the world is in right now? You look at how many people say, oh, yeah, I know Jesus. But, you know, it's been a million times. Like That's between you and God. Yeah. But we can confidently say, no, you don't. The scripture says... You will keep his commandments. And I've seen you. You're constantly doing this. You constantly, now, it's one, it's one thing to slip up, whatever. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. But you can see people trying. You can see. You know when it means something if there's to any people conviction. to try to keep his commandments. Is, is there any conviction? Yeah. Yeah. Where's your conscience at? Yeah. Have you been desensitized to the point that you don't care and you're just doing it? Yeah, you think about the fruit scripture that I had. Mm-hmm. 
Either make the fruit good and its tree, or the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for a tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers. How can you speak good when you are evil? Yeah. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just, get it. It is just. Isn't it neat? As soon as somebody starts quoting the Bible, you just feel a different way. Oh, yeah. You just feel something else. And it's not even their words. It ain't their words. Yeah. It's straight up scripture. And the scripture is sharper than any two-edged sword. Like, I'm quoting God. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. Yep. You start to feel that. It's not my wisdom. It's God Almighty. It's the one who created you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's his wisdom. You can just feel it cutting away like a like a surgical knife, just cutting away at the inside, cleaning out the mess. Mm. Brings a peace that comes with it, or a conviction. You never know, but it's but it produces wholeness. But yeah, purification, conviction, and peace comes from that purification. But think about that. It says he is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Whoever says I know him but does not do his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. Mm -hmm. But I like the second part of it too. But whoever keeps his word in him truly is the love of God perfected. The love of God perfected. I mean, that's, that's where I want to be at. I want the love of God to be perfected in me. Mm -hmm. I want to walk Unwavering. I mean, you think about it. If the love of God is perfected in you, you're going to walk unwavering. Mm-hmm. No matter what's happening on your left, on your right, no, whatever, no matter what's happening to you, you're going to walk unwavering. You're good. The love of God is perfected in me, and I walk in that strength. And it's interesting. That kind of goes with my verse a little bit. So I'll throw it out there right All quick. Right. Mark 10, 45. For even the Son of Man came not to serve, but to be served. And to give his life as a ransom for many. Well, you kind of flipped those words. (laughs) Not to be served, but to serve. Yes, he's... But you said not to serve, but to be served. Sorry, not to be served, (laughs) but to serve. It's kind of funny sounding. I know what you were Yeah, not to be served, but to serve. Yeah. And service is is a thing that uh, you're, you're doing that to... In all different ways, mm-hmm. you're serving. You're in serving God. You're serving your coworkers, your bosses, friends, family, spouses, children, <clears throat> even animals. I would think. I mean, With you're serving expectation. And but yeah. like you said, I, I want to tie that in. You were mm-hmm. saying, you know, not being swayed to the left or the right. When you're serving God, your focus is on Him. And you're teaching other people and showing other people who he is and and what his love looks mm-hmm. like. And you're not you shouldn't be swayed. The truth is in you, and you should be serving in truth. Mm-hmm. The truth The love that, of God is perfected in you, yeah. so you're able to It doesn't mean serve not to be served, but to serve so be a doormat for anybody and everybody and just do everybody's bidding. No, you serve by teaching people who Christ is and what he did and why he did it, where he came from and when and and how he led people through the Bible and leads people today. So it's in truth. Mm. It's not just serving and getting ran over by some people that will take advantage of you. It's you serving by telling them the truth. I like that. Our verses kind of went together. Mm-hmm. If you quote it right, yeah. it goes together. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because now you've got me thinking about the getting run over. I mean, we're, in a way, we are called to get run over. And, if yeah. If we're going to, I mean, Jesus did not go around, you know, he, he didn't come as a conquering king. He didn't come to set up his kingdom physically, on earth, but to. Physically. Right. Right. Because that's mean, important. I, I, he got ran over physically. Yeah. He, he got, got, he got and, chased off. Yes. Ran, you know, had to escape. Well, sometimes. and when it came down to it, he, he got, I mean, he, he spoke the truth, but he didn't try to rise up, you know? Yeah. So, so it, I mean, 
to the point of being murdered. Yes, to the point of being murdered. Right. They murdered him. It is Publicly a, in front of everybody. Usually murder happens in private. Well, and speaking truth, I mean, you're right, which and we have to be careful. We're going to get onto a completely different topic. <laughs> Move on. But here. speaking truth truly is is a form of love, is the form of love. Oh, yeah. Speaking truth and wisdom, but not out of self um, glorification, not out of pride, not out of a haughty spirit, but but speaking truth out of the love of the Lord. I know kind of reading through some stuff on church discipline and that the biggest thing in all of it is, you know, in, in Corinthians when it talks about turning a person over the devil so that their soul might be saved. Mm-hmm. It's not because we're angry at you, so we're casting you out, not, not any of that. We love you. You won't repent, and so you have to leave. Mm-hmm. And we are turning you over to the devil with the hopes that it's going to get rough enough and you return to God. Well, you're gonna, you know? yeah, it's going to get hard. It's, it's, and it's funny because it's always hard out there. It's always challenging. But when you have God's presence around you, it's different than when you don't. Mm-hmm. It's it's different going through a hardship with God. For example, my last marriage, I was going through hardship on that, but I had God with me the whole time, and. Um, I know he he bore the burden with me. Mm-hmm. He he was with me the whole time, yeah. so I yeah. still felt joy all the time, along with the pain and the suffering. But I felt joy, yes, because he was there. If he hadn't been there, he mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of thing I might have become or done throughout that process. Probably, yeah, who knows. Ooh. Who knows? I have some ideas. Yeah, me too. Let me ask you a question, Gabe. Hit me. Have you ever, tell me, have you ever been jealous of someone's relationship with God? Has their righteousness made you uncomfortable? Yeah. I figured so because you're the one that came up with this topic. (laughs) And I might as well tell the truth. All right. Yep, that's how that even crossed my mind, this topic. Uh, yeah, that was me, wasn't it? You called it, man. Okay. Your righteousness. I mean, I don't want to. Bar none, you got the tops. I bring that up with as <laughs> humble a spirit as I can. Yeah. You're terrible. <laughs> I am curious, really, though. I mean, it's funny, funny, but I am curious. Do you want to say who it is that um, made you, made you kind of? I've crossed quite a few people in my life who... Yeah. Pastor Jonathan's one of them. All right. And his way, Carrie, my wife, is definitely one of them. I mean, just her. And and with her, uh, it's just that so big of a commitment. Uh-huh. Her level of commitment to have relationship with God, I feel like, just smokes mine. And I've had moments of, oh, you're so awesome. Where I'm just mad at her a little bit for her de- depth of God and her relate truly, yeah, mm-hmm. her relationship with God. Like that sounds terrible, but I'm like, well, I mean, all she does is sit at home and eat bonbons and study the Bible. So, I mean, so what choice what do, do I have but to be annoyed about it? I mean, she can have a righteousness so much higher than mine. You have to go to work, come home, raise the kids, make sure they're bathed, <laughs> feed them, you know. She uh, just soap operas and Bible study. I'm yeah. Like, come on, Carrie. Did you be righteous Gosh. that way? Must be nice. Well, if she ever hears this, oh, yeah. she's going to be, uh, I won't see she'll be, day. She'll be madder than the Energizer Bunny comment. It's, yep. Oh, yeah. No, it, I'm it's. just playing. Carrie. It's tough when you, I, I've had that cross my path a few times, and I'm like, yeah. why am I jealous of somebody being in more in line with God than me. And I, I, I'm like, what? What? There's, they just have spent the, the time in there. It's almost like they're more in love with him than me. Mm-hmm. And that I'm like, that's hard to. Maybe true. It may be true. Yeah. It probably is. And I love God. I love him. I've spent my whole life with him. But their level just blew mine away. I was going, I can even see the light of him on you. What it, what it could be, too, think about this. 
you know, you know, there's a saying that you, you take the most advantage out of the ones you're closest to. Okay. Or you take them most for granted. I say that. Right. Yeah, you tend to that. treat them the worst. You tend to this and that. If you're yeah. not careful, if you're not deliberate. Yeah. People do that. That's why you see marriages fall apart a lot of times. They don't start out that way. But then the more comfortable you get with them. Yeah. You kind of start to just take them for granted. And, and you mm-hmm. kind of unleash on them more because you think they're always going to be around. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if it's not kind of that way with God. At first, you're passionate. You're on fire. You're in the scripture. You're in prayer. You're involved in Bible study. Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, you're like, well, you know, I know his grace is sufficient for me. <laughs> I know I'm saved by by grace, not by work, so that I won't boast. Like God's not going to let me down, so it's okay if I let him down a little bit. He's going to still be there, you know. Not consciously, obviously. So this with the with the jealous of somebody else. So how well, you so that what kind of leads to a point of where you just get comfortable. You just like, well, I can put. I don't have to put in the time. Mm-hmm. Where they he's are going to be there now. Obviously, these other people are more than likely not doing that. They're not putting... Odds are, if it's somebody that we're going to be jealous of... Yep. They're probably not... It's not... It's not. I mean, they may be smarter, but but more than that, by far, they have a, a, a passion to put in the time. For their relationship with God. God's faithful. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's faithful. He's going to give us the knowledge and to give us the zeal and to bless us with the zeal the more time we spend. So... Yep. So... It could it could be that I mean so but I, I was thinking about it, Gabe. And is it always that? Is it always a case of laziness when you're now? I would and and funny I I try to think of it, and I can't think of anybody that I've ever felt that way about. But I just I just know that they're at different. Now I've had people that I've admired and thought. It would be really cool to get to that place with God some one day. But you've never felt that no. jealousy inside you of how close they are with No, you. but I think it's just different personality. I, for me, it was just, well, you know why you're not there, so you better get after it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You better step it up. So I'll feel the conviction. Yeah. But... I just always point it right back at myself real quick and think, mm-hmm, that's on you. And for you know? sure. I've, I know not, that. Right. Not I that you that. don't. No, I feel that too. Yeah. Whenever I, and, and I mean, jealousy, you know, if, if it, it, it always, what depicts something that you're not, or, or illustrates or highlights yeah. something that you're not, or that you're not doing, because that's, what's hard about it is when you, when it's hard to be that, mm-hmm. But, of course, and then you know God has his relationship with you. Uh Yours is a unique relationship. And I know mine's a unique relationship with God. I'm I'm an individual person, a creation. We all are. So we have uh, a walk with God that is not identical to everybody else's. Because he, just like with my kids, they're all three boys, three girls, but they're so different from each other. They're not the same at all. Yet they're all my children. Yeah. And so sometimes I, I I recognize that, well, that's their relationship, that person. But other times I recognize, no, they're, they are doing the, the actions. They're the disciplines. Mm-hmm. They're spending time with God. They're, they're regular in their Bible. They're regular on their knees, praying, talking with God. And, um, and I'm like, there's nothing special about that 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 I couldn't do. I'm mm-hmm. just not doing it. Just not doing it. Yeah, and I am. It, it is, it it is a recognition of a of a deficiency in me. Mm-hmm. Whenever somebody is just beaming with God and the Holy Spirit's on them, you can tell they're kind. They're they're kinder. They're more forgiving. They're more mm-hmm. patient. They're gentle. All the fruits of the Spirit. They are more of that. And I'm like, oh. Ooh, I need to spend that time. I need to be uh, doing, being more in the Word and letting it transform me. Um, 
instead of just continuing on as I am right now. Let's mm-hmm. dig deeper. So ultimately, it can be on that note, which I, I kind of want to. I kind of I was thinking about your this idea and the idea of being jealous. Is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? It can be helpful, right? And it can it can absolutely be helpful. And I also think there can be some different reasons for the jealousy. Okay. Um, what did you come up with? Well, so so I think. Well, I I guess I don't know about different reasons, but different heart. You know, different different types of desire, like righteous desire. Like a righteous jealousy, and then a, you know, just a straight up jealous jealousy. And I'm talking about the jealous, a self-deprecating jealousy. Right. These are all risky. All risky. Right. Like, what do you do? Where? What? What is the? What kind of heart? I guess is the jealousy blooming from. Mm Hmm. Is it a? Oh man. I love Pastor Jonathan. I love, you know, like I'll say this, um, Pastor Stan, he uh, he has dreams, like prophetic dreams. Yeah. I might be a little jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he's talked about dreams that he's had in the past <clears throat> that he ends up seeing come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Or that speak into his future, and he may not realize it in the moment, but as he as he comes across certain situations, he realizes, oh, there it is. This is where that was coming from. Yeah, and, isn't and that it cool? Carries him through it. It's almost like seeing the future. I mean, it's so I am like, yeah, I'm like, man, I want that. I want that. Yes, I want to be in tune with. So God maybe so I much do that. Kind that of happens through me. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I saw. You I can saw, tell you're not that. It's not a right, right, and and I just, it's just, but it's out of a, it's out of such a desire to, to know God more, and and in that way, it's a blessing. It's a tool mm-hmm, to push you. Yes, the recognition we of the need deficiency, that so that we don't grow stagnant, stagnant and comfortable, and you know, I was talking about, I was talking with Jenny the other day. And we were talking about uh, about how you really can, you know, trying to understand different complicated topics in the Bible, and and how you can study, 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 study. After all these years, feel like you have so much more studying to do. Mm-hmm. And a couple of things that does is one, it it gives us a, a good perspective of just how big God is and how much higher his ways are than our, our ways and how much higher his thoughts are than our thoughts. Um, which should have to be the truth in order to be God. Uh, you know, we mm-hmm. it, it gives us security to know God is so big that we'll never fully grasp. Yeah. And then two, it always challenges us. Never throughout our life, even when we're in riding around in wheelchairs or using walkers or just um, bedridden, whatever the case may be, should we ever feel like we've reached climax? We've reached that yeah. that ultimate point in our walks where we have nothing to learn. There's always the challenge for as long as we're breathing to better our walks in the Lord. Well, and that goes in there with pride. Pride. Only a prideful person would think they reached the the epitome of their life. Yeah. I'm like, give me a break. And pride doesn't mm-hmm. it go with jealousy? Pride and jealousy play in together. That's why I say it can be. A, that's that's why when I was thinking about it, kind of coming back full circle, I, I kind of thought, yeah, it could be different types. So there could be the good kind that drives you, but then there can be the the kind that's kind of the self deprecating. And oh, I, I could never be Jonathan. Oh, and that's not healthy. Look at that's no, not no. spiritual. That's not godly. I don't. I don't believe that's godly. But it could be. But it. But it could mm-hmm. be a place from self deprecating. No, I'm not be. saying no. No. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't believe that. Yes. No, no I'm not saying. I'm, like, I'm saying it could be something that happens. Oh yeah. Where you're jealous of. So they're. So they're almost. Jealousy is jealousy, but there's good kind that drives, and then there's bad kind. The that halter destroys. 
Yeah, that, that that's almost like a cop out, so that you don't have to continue to grow. I'll never be what they are, yeah. so you just don't grow anymore. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna, you're not if you if you could if you believe that you couldn't be that or you want to pretend you believe that you're just not gonna pursue God on the level that you would with mm-hmm. a deep hunger and thirst anymore. That's over. Now I have an excuse. I can't be him. I can't be Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And it's like you were never called to be Jonathan. Pastor Jonathan's Pastor Jonathan. That's his, what he Or is. maybe you are, but you're just not there. You just don't know. I'll say this. Well, okay. you're not Jonathan. You know, Pastor Jonathan's Pastor Jonathan. But but in but, but along you. those lines. But you can think you may be called to be a pastor as well or whatever. Well, And yeah. I'll, I'll use myself as an example. So it's funny. The, the more we sit here and talk, the more I realize, no, that's not true. I have been. I would say I'm not jealous of anybody now. Other than Pastor Jan Stan's dreams, and me, but, and me, but and you for sure. Jeez. You're jealous of me. I'm jealous of you. Like that's just how humble we both are. We're it's a couple amazing of, things. We're a couple of jelly things. beans. That's it. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I'll, I just I'll I made just, that up right now. Okay, I'll be a jelly bean. I get to be a. <laughs> I'll be a. I'll be a grape jelly bean. <laughs> Not be a jelly bean too. Not one of those nasty jelly beans. Remember when we played that. Ugh. Christmas game. Ugh. Oh my God! What, what some of them taste like? Turtle milk. I think one was rotten milk. Rotten one was milk. Rotten milk. That was Ugh. sour so, stuff. There was some that were was real hardcore. Sour. Like it's worth it to go through the pain. And then so some can, of them tasted good. So you're like, is this like trick? Oh, treat? but it's the big relief. It Ugh. was the best thing to watch because they all look they look the same. You don't know what you're getting. It could be a really good tasting one, or it could be a scary one. And so it is worth it to go through the anguish yourself. That's just terrible moving on. I hate that. In order to watch other people as they're raising that. It's true. You get to watch watch five, six, seven other people. That's us. For your one time. There are days that we're good, good, delicious vanilla jelly bean. Vanilla. And there are days that we're rotten milk jelly bean. Jelly bean. Which is one of the worst things that ever hit my taste buds. Man. Anyway. Is there a good jealousy? We're going to get to that. God yes, says there it's is. a jealous That's God. exactly right. We're going to get to I that. I just thought of that. Yes. You're exactly right. I've got God's that a, down in my notes. God's a here. jealous God. But 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 the I do want to I do want to spend a little bit of time, brother, on the on the self deprecating jealousy because that's a that's a bad thing. And is I that, think I think your, back to I've been problem. I've been there. <laughs> I have been there. And I think about when I was working for Trinity, uh-huh. the church that we were going to when mm-hmm. I was 25 years old. And God had used that church to bring me out of my foolishness. I've talked about it on here back before we were beast mode podcasters and when we were, you know, at the beginning and kind of very slow and scared and quivering of the voice. I, I'm like, I don't want to put us up yet. I like, let's keep it where we're like, yeah, we're okay. Nah, we're beast mode. Y'all uh, spread the word. Spread uh, the word. Which I mean to bring that up at the beginning and I always forget. So in case you don't make it all the way to the end, spread the <laughs> word. Five-star rate us. Leave us reviews. <laughs> share with your friends. Tell the world. Go ye into all the world and spread the gospel first. And then tell them about Talk the Walk. The brother's beast mode, Moses. Yes. Yes. Jeez. BBM. There it is. Yep. We're renaming the podcast BBM. Continue. Yeah. Okay. So, but when I was 25, so I, I had had a vision when I was young of preaching, yeah. playing in a sand pit. I remember just seeing myself preaching. You were preaching in a sand pit? And so I was playing in a sand pit at five okay. and, and having a vision. Yes. So... I mean, I'm trying to be serious. I know, I couldn't help it. Sorry. Like, why are you always taking things off track? I follow the leadership of my big brother. Okay, that's Continue. wise, that's wise. <laughs> okay, um, so anyways, I'm having this, I'm, so I'm I'm feeling like, okay, I'm back on track with the Lord. I had spent, you know, six, seven years in the desert of my own chosen desert. Mm-hmm. And I come back and I'm serving in the church. You know, we start this, go into this Bible study. Next thing you know, I'm actually working for the church. And I'm thinking, this big mega church, great opportunity. I'm going to work for them. I'm going to move into pastoralship and blah, 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 blah. Long story short, I'm going to end up pastor of my own mega church. That's the way I (laughs) had a vision in my head. 
And uh, and so anyway, I mean, I was young and dumb still. I didn't realize, but but I was watching other people get promoted, and it was making me mad. Yeah. Now I wouldn't necessarily I say I was jealous of their walk, but I was jealous of what I thought I saw God doing in their life. But if I look back, I realized I'm so grateful that I didn't get to be a pastor at that time. Could I ask you a question on that? Ask me this. Okay. Kind of personal. Would you say at that time you had a heart of serving or being served? Ooh. I would say a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah, but more more being served <laughs> than serving. <laughs> The look on his face is comical, y'all. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like a light of realization. It made me think of that yeah. verse that I, my yeah. verse, Mark ten forty five, to serve or not be served. Yeah. And anyway. And it was. No, you know, no, it was um, a heart of being served. I didn't, of course, really look at it that way. Right. Sure. Of course not. Um, but anyway. But in hindsight. But I look now. I, wondering. I mean, now that I have a heart of serving. Yeah. Because I do. That's all. I don't care. I don't give a crap. I want to bless people. Yeah. Now, I fail at it at times, and I'm certainly not perfect. But my goal is to do financially well enough so that I can just go serve for free, preach for free, go into do missions trips for free, you know, pay pay for whatever I can to bless people. Yeah, and Jesus just, never got paid. I like, yeah. And just, you know, well, Paul was a tent maker. You know, yep. and, and so that's what I kind of have this vision of in my mind. Yeah. But when I was young, brother, that wasn't it. I mean, I had this other vision of, of being this great preacher and getting paid for it. And that was my livelihood, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. And now it's funny because the more I serve, the more I hear, you know, kind of whispers of me possibly, you know, taking over and pastoring this church or this or that, which I don't feel led to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that won't change either down the road, but I just I, I like nice. to preach and I like to to serve and do this and that, but I just don't feel the call to full time pastoral shit. Mm-hmm. But my heart is to serve now. Yeah, my heart is to is to get out there and do that. So if I had understood that back then and had the maturity mm-hmm. to appreciate the jealous, yes, I need to be better now. I full it's it is really true. The more you learn, the more you you the closer you get to God, the more you understand just how far you've got to go and how much you've got to learn. Mm-hmm. So you can always be encouraged by that. I think looking back, whenever we're experiencing these jealous moments, take a second to look back at where you were ten years ago in your walk and appreciate where you're at now. Yeah. Okay, God is growing me. So what? I'm not to this person's, but also don't lose the zeal. To, to take your walk further. Mm-hmm. But but don't let it don't let it sit there and beat you down. It did beat me down for a while. Don't let it beat you down. Be self-deprecating. Oh, I'll never get there. Oh, I'll never that. That is a walk killing. That's a tool of Satan. Jealousy. That's Satan. Yeah. He it's one one more little trick he's got up his yeah. to stop your growth with God. And you, we know that. Yeah. Anything that's gonna gonna put you in a place of taking your eyes off of God and onto yourself if you start viewing or looking at your yourself instead of God and the direction that he has for every Christian it's gonna pause you and it's gonna demoralize you and hurt you mm-hmm. and he hurts you so that he can stop you and you you if you want to stop someone from running, you kick mm-hmm. them in the knee, right? Boom. They're not running. Mm-hmm. Satan's going to kick you in the Was knee. Was that ice skater's name? Oh, Carrie. Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding and, and uh, Carrington or Harrington. What? what was her name? She was really good. They both were. Yeah, I can't think of her Yeah, name she hit her in the knee. No more skating. Tanya Harding straight up kneecapped her. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm Satanic. jealous of her, her walk, so I'm going to... Yeah. What was her name? I don't know. I don't want to get stuck on it. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. That's just driving me out so long ago. But, yeah. But, yeah. See, yeah, you kneecap somebody so that they can't continue to walk in that 
that walk goes to a crawl and then yeah. you're just laying there and well, that's a stagnant. good point i mean does it alter your yeah that's a good point and that's a way that you can know man my, my jealousy of this person what they're doing has gone to a bad place when you're wishing failure for them more than you're wishing to advance your yourself and try to catch up you want them to stop that's like yeah. one you want to like, be on the same plane but rather than work to get there you'd rather just be a hindrance to that person you know the 49ers were hoping tony tony davis or whatever our running backs door set no no in the playoffs just now they wanted our guy to get hurt yeah. <laughs> he got hurt and we died pollard 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 tony pollard they were hoping he'd get hurt, and he did. And they did. They twisted his did. ankle off. You know? Yeah, they wanted us to not be a real challenge. But I always, when people, you know, when teams have somebody get hurt, I'm like, okay, if your team beat the team that got hurt, would they have beat them had that person not gotten hurt? That means you didn't play them at their best and them at you at your best. Well, that's a good point. I mean, do we come become a hindrance to that? I hate the idea of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, do, or or do we stop trying to lift them up, support them, raise them up to be better? That's right. You know, there's a good we're point. Like, well, because that jealous has gotten to to such a bad point that we're we're like, well, I'm I'm not going to hurt you, but I'm not going to support you. Yes. You know, and is that good and it, it would be subconscious? And like, Christ? it's generally not going to be consciously. If you're actually making that conscious decision, you're a weirdo. Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. There yeah, it is. That was it. Had yeah. to look that up. That was driving me crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Are you hurting somebody else, another fellow brother and sister in Christ, because you don't want them to do so well in their walk because yeah. you're jealous of your of what they are and you're not? Yeah. Rather than That's try to terrible. tear them down, raise the bar for yourself. What are we doing here? Amen that, to that. What are we doing here? That's Why don't not, you get yeah. your butt in gear? Yeah, uh, here, here's another thing, another little thought, but having a feeling, well, that person's better than me at everything. So, which I know why we've, even try? I think we've done a whole podcast on this because this is starting to feel real. I know we've covered that and it's important. Yeah. Why try? If somebody's just go ahead, do it. <coughs> There's my mute button. <laughs> <laughs> just cover your mouth. That's my mute button. Yeah. Trying to get some you someone else is doing so awesome that you'll never be them. So why even try? Mm-hmm. Jealousy's a bad deal. Jealousy that <coughs> that has a lot of different implications to it about a, the walk of a Christian, and the biggest one mm-hmm. is it stops you. It stops your growth. But it's it is it is interesting too though because the person who's so awesome that you're jealous of, I'm like. That let let that be an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should be inspired to step closer to the Completely Lord. Look agree. at the joy they yeah. walk in, because they're of how they're walking with the Lord and their disciplines. And anybody, the guy who, the guy who brings his wife flowers, and holds her accountable, and loves on her, mm-hmm. and hangs out with her, is going to have a better relationship with her. Than the guy who goes to hang out with his friends more than her, yeah, or that's, works all day long, yeah, I like or that. Ignores her. If you see somebody that has a better marriage than you, are you like, oh, I'm gonna let me let me sabotage that marriage so that, <laughs> so that we're on the same Golly. plane? <laughs> I'm gonna go and tell his wife that he's been flirting with girls and this and that. <laughs> That way, we're going to be on the same level, you know. Let me bring him down instead of him bring me up. Are you going to sit there and think, you know what? I love that dude. He's such a good dude. And look how he treats his wife. I can use some of the stuff I see him doing. Yeah. To help me in in my marriage. And then vice versa. Then at At some point, you're going to be on the other side of that coin. Someone else will be looking at you. Yeah. And you can know what it's like to be looking at, you know, looking at somebody else's walk, and then mm-hmm. maybe you can help them out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't don't sabotage their marriage. I saw a fun little TikTok video the other day. Imagine that, and it had this older China's gonna get you. Th- don't get crazy, and no, don't do that. 
China is gonna get you. China is gonna get you. China is gonna get you. Tonight. So, as I was saying, older husband and wife, they'll probably look like they were like 65 years old. And the the husband, they were in the front yard, and the husband had the wife, and he was holding her from behind, and he had a water hose and was just spraying her up and down. She was laughing and just trying to block the water from hitting her in the face and all of that. That'll be you and Carrie for sure. And and then it moved to another clip where the wife was hiding behind some shrubs as the husband went walking through this little uh, sidewalk part Uh between the shrubs. And she tried to scare him, and he just kind of glanced over and was like, you're not scary. You're not scary. Uh-huh. And she was trying to get him, and then then later on in the TikTok, she gets him a little bit and scares him. And it was just, it was a great relationship. They'd been married all their lives and still played like that. Yeah. And still had fun like that. Invested. They were invested. Yeah. They were obviously open with each other. You can't be that close unless you're open with each other. No relationship can unless you mm-hmm. share what's what's in you. And I heard the best the best thing ever. This is so funny, is it was on Meet Joe Black the movie. It, the one of the you know the angel of death is asking this guy you know How, do you, she does your wife love you and. He goes, yeah. He goes, do you love her? And the guy's like, yeah. How do you, you know, how do you do that? And he goes, well, the way you love somebody is you tell all the worst there is to know about you. You tell it all. And, um, and, and, and then if they choose to stay and they still love you at that point, you're free to love completely. Mm-hmm. You told everything. They know who you are. Mm-hmm. And they love you. Mm. And it, it's a free love. I thought that was one of the best mm. things. And I'm like, that with God. No, Adam and Eve, don't hide from him in the garden. You're hiding from God. Don't. But, of course, if I was in their shoes, mm. I guarantee I'd have done mm. the same thing. Shamed and embarrassed. But, but we get to learn from their mistake and go, that open relationship with God is what's going to, grow my relationship with them. That's where I get to to walk in more joy and in more wisdom and more relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than when you hide that stuff, it's an impairment that's going to stop it. And yeah. you, don't, you don't get to laugh. To, then, to do that, you have to recognize it then. You have to recognize what the hindrance is. And I think with that goes to thine own self be true. Mm-hmm. To thine own self be true. Don't don't be running around lying point. to yourself. I think getting into a little bit before we shut Wrap this thing down. Okay. Um, that is a good point. Which the, which the the just the because you got you got to do something about it. First, you got to recognize okay, there's something that person has that I don't have. I'd like to have. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yes. the second thing is what's keeping me there. It may just be it may just it could just be as simple as I'm just not there yet. I'm working on my walk. I'm working just as hard or whatever. I know I'm being diligent about my walk, but I'm not to that point yet. If that's the case, you're on a healthy path. Good for you. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. That could be I'm holding myself up, or I've grown stagnant in my walk, or I've even died. I used to be at that point. Yeah, and now I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it, and so it's a convicting jealousy, or it could be a I just don't I don't put in the effort. And in that point, you've got to ask yourself you you Your you've got to take the, the time to ask yourself and understand what is it, what is it that's the why I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I really think it's out of those three, unless you can think of any more, but evaluate that then once you're you're true like you said to your own self be true once once you realize okay well this is what the problem is because look jealousy like you were talking about and i do want to get on that point a little bit as well before we shut it down that was in exodus 34 when god's the ten commandments he says he says it says um god is a jealous god and therefore we should work through worship no other gods have no other gods before him mm-hmm. so I had a girlfriend tell me that one time, you're kind of jealous. I said, God, yeah. God's a jealous God. Yeah. 
I'm, okay. a, I'm a jealous I boyfriend. Want, I want a woman to be <laughs> jealous for me. Absolutely. I'm going to be now. There's the unhealthy again. There's an unhealthy and there's a healthy. But clearly, there's a good healthy jealous. If God is jealous, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want no. Don't run around being obsessive and being like you looked over there and I have no idea. I was just looking up. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no. Now you're talking about this weird unhealthy. But yeah, I want someone to be like, girl, you better watch where you're staring. That's my dude. You know, (laughs) check yourself. (laughs) Go jealous wife. Yeah, because what's that mean? She loves you, and she wants you for her. About you, that's right. Passionate. Yep. You know. Oh no, I don't want somebody to be passionate for me. Right. Let's keep it toned down a little bit. Yeah. I think we should be jealous for God. Absolutely. Oh, we yeah. should be jealous for God. Carrie tells me a story about anybody joking with her. I'm like, oh, yeah, was that that funny? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. that's right. He thinks he's funny. Let me tell you a story, Gabe. <laughs> there was a man that was walking along one day, walking through a field. And he looked down and he saw an object sticking up out of the ground. And he's like, what, what the heck is this? And he kind of started moving some dirt a little bit, moved a rock out of the way, and he was realized that's a treasure chest. Oop. And the treasure chest itself is gold. It was clearly gold. He was like, oh, my Oop. gosh. So he looked around to see if anybody else had seen it, and he started covering it up, covering it up real quick. There's other people in the field. Yeah, there's people around. Just make sure. It's not his field. Make sure nobody ain't his field. Oh, so he covers it up. I'll be back tonight. He's like, I got to have this field. I'll be back tonight. No, because he was a good man. He wasn't going to steal it. Ooh, well, a good man. Anyway, go ahead. So he went and he sold his house. He sold his vehicles. He sold everything he had to go back and buy this plot of land so he could get that treasure that was in there. He bought the plot of land, got the treasure, sold Everything, because mm-hmm. he knew just that just that case alone is probably worth more than everything I own. What's in that? He sold it all. In the same way, if we want to have what these other people have that we're looking at, that we're watching, that we're seeing have these things, mm-hmm. they've probably given their all. Yeah, they're not leaving much behind. They want Jonathan. Yeah, Stan. These yeah. people that we, that we bring in, yeah. that we, Stan. Yeah, these, you know, yeah, they they're leaving nothing. Mm-hmm. That that for them everything, and willing to give it all up. Are we willing to give it all up to get to that level, or, or do we just want to hang on to our comforts? That makes me think of the saying I heard: "You can have anything you want if you're willing to give up everything else." You got to be willing to give up everything for God. That means everything. Yeah. Of course, people use that saying in the wrong way, but the way I'm talking about it, you can have that relationship with God if you're willing to give up everything else. And then it says, if you lose your life, you'll gain it. So he'll give mm-hmm. you what you... No, it's the best. He'll give you the what you The more you need. give, you get back in these other ways. It's not even necessarily physical possessions. All that stuff starts to fade. Mm-hmm. The luster of it. Yeah, the luster of it is fades. And that's part of the gift. You don't have this great desire to have to have more, have to have more, have to have Mm -hmm. more. Your more is the peace of God that guards your hearts and your minds Mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus that passes all kinds of understanding. I know when I'm not experiencing that peace, I'm like, "Mm." I'm not seeking after God the way I should be. My eyes are on something else. Yeah, they're on something else. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I love it. This feels like that moment where we close it out. It feels like it. It feels like it to me. All right. I guess that's what we'll do then. I guess we shall. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've blessed us with. We pray for many more, but we ask that you help us to use it well, to seek you well, and to know you better. Help us to lift up those around us to also better serve you. Lord, we love you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ye into all the world. And God's people said, 
and preach the gospel. And tell everybody about Talk the Walk. Amen. I'll say this. I'll say it. Uh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs>